Hi, everybody. Welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. Great to see everybody back here with us. We are live across all of our great affiliates across Illinois and Indiana. WJOB 1230 AM. Our great friends at Cities 92.9 FM, HCTV, Jet TV. And, of course, right here on YouTube, you could subscribe at Sports Talk Chicago. The Bears are done with their mini-buy. We are as well, and we are great to be back Great to have all of you here with us. John Meadows is directing and producing behind the scenes. Just a reminder, you can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Find me personally at John Z Sports. Head up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. The link is in the description of this video. And if you're just tuning in, subscribe to the channel. We have had a lot of growth over the past couple of weeks with how the Bears have done. This roller coaster of a season continues. We appreciate your interaction, your comments, your support. And uh, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel today so you can get more of our Bears and Chicago sports content as it comes out. What do the Bears have in Justin Fields? I want to start here today. I've seen conflicting reports from different media outlets over the course of a couple of weeks. Even saw my good friend Mark Potash, friend of this program, say, what exactly do the Bears have in Fields? He wrote this in the Chicago Sun-Times saying, is this another Mitch Trubisky or is this a star quarterback? And to kind of piggyback off of Mark's point, when I read the article, What do the Bears have? What do they have in Justin Fields today? Do they have another Mitch Trubisky in the sense of, hey, he had a couple of really good games, faced a couple of bad defenses, and then eventually got kicked out anyway and was deemed a bust by the Chicago media and fan base? Or is he really turning a corner for the better? Is this going to be sustained success moving forward for a long period of time? Fields, according to Bears Wire, USA Today, has shown, quote, impressive improvement of the passing game against the Broncos and Commanders. He's completed 67% of his passes for 617 yards, eight touchdowns, and one pick. Tied for the second most touchdown passes, 11 amongst quarterbacks through the first five games. He's thrown eight out of his 11 season touchdown passes in the past two games alone. And that puts Fields all of a sudden on somewhat of a pedestal amongst NFL quarterbacks. Head coach Matt Eberflus said this, quote, when you look at the growth that he has had over the year of this year, it's been really good. The steps he's taken the last couple of weeks has been where we all want it to go. He's done that. We just got to keep building on that, just being the consistent performer that he is. He's always going to work hard in practice. He's going to work his tail off to get that done. Putting himself in position. And us as coaches, putting him in position to succeed is paramount. He's done a good job with the last couple of weeks. we just got to keep building on that and being able to distribute the ball to different skills in our offense, and that's going to be paramount going forward. Remember, he's always going to work hard in practice. That's a classic Matt Eberflus quote. Said it again here. Just found that funny. Justin Fields has been two different quarterbacks over the course of five games for the Bears, and this is a fact. If you don't like it, then don't listen. Weeks 1 through 3, I'll read you off the passer ratings week by week, 78, 61, 59. Hit for for 99 yards against Kansas City. He had two picks and one touchdown against Tampa. And against Green Bay, he was milk toast at best. But over the past couple of weeks, things have dramatically changed. For three quarters against Denver, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Fourth quarter, wheels kind of fell off a bit, but his passer rating still stayed high at 133. And last week against Washington, the Bears' first win of the season, not good from the completion percentage perspective, but four touchdowns, no picks, no turnovers in general, and a passer rating of 
Who is Justin Fields? And how long or how much longer must we wait till we know what the Bears have in him? Because this happened last year. We started the year bashing Justin Fields, and rightfully so, and this year we did the same because he was not performing. And especially in year three, it's almost unacceptable that he was performing that bad. But he turned a corner, things changed, things improved. And ironically enough, it was a primetime game last year. If you remember Monday Night Football, Patriots game, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi against Justin Fields. And Fields, to his credit, looked great. We were praising him. I couldn't believe how well he played. And throughout the rest of the year, that sort of was a turning point for his season. He wasn't perfect last year, but that game showed, okay, this guy is competent. And I still think, and I've always maintained that he is a competent NFL quarterback. The question is, is he the Bears' future quarterback? Is he going to be a legit option for them moving forward as the franchise guy? And my take on this is still going to be the same. We don't know yet. We don't. I didn't think so the first three weeks based on his performance. I mean, he was playing worse than pretty much any quarterback in football. Now he's playing better than every quarterback in football. So I don't really understand nor know what to expect moving forward. But clearly Matt Eberflus, to his credit, we've been a critic of him all year, he did say something pretty important. That is sustained success. we got to keep building on that. we got to keep building on that. He said that twice. we got to keep building. we got to keep building. And that's the truth. The Bears have to keep building on what Justin Fields has done so far. Pete continues to play well. He plays like he played the past couple of weeks, the rest of the year. There's no doubt that the Bears are going to have to keep him. As they should, probably. Why not? If he plays like that, sure. If we see any glimpse of the first three weeks of the season, though, there's going to be a big question for them at the end of the year on what to do. In case you didn't know, the way they're playing, at least right now, and the way Carolina's playing, the Bears will have potentially two picks inside the top ten in this year's NFL draft. This is year three with Justin Fields. Now, I'm not saying you should screw him, kick him to the curb, say goodbye, but I am saying this. By the end of the year, you need to be damn sure that he's the guy or not in order to influence your draft day decision. You need to know deep down, okay, this is our guy. We're going to roll with him. We're prepared to even give him a potentially $250 million extension. That's the going rate for quarterbacks now. Maybe $200. let us go down a little bit. Still. A lot is going to be determined in these next 10, 12 games. And as a Bears fan, I'm excited because I want to see what this end result is going to be. I'm sick of living week to week, wondering, seesawing, and what's going to happen. There will be a definitive answer on Justin Fields by the end of this season, mark my words. It's going to have to occur. It's going to have to occur based on draft picks, based on draft availability and selection order. It's going to have to occur based on financial commitment and what the Bears want to do with Justin Fields all the way down the road and whether or not they want to extend him. I don't think it's out of line at this point in time to consider drafting Caleb Williams. It's not out of line if he's available, but if Justin Fields continues to play his heart out and plays like he did the past couple of weeks, the Bears are going to have a hard time saying no, and that's a fair point too. I really am torn on Fields, and I'd rather be torn than saying no way this is possible, right? I'd rather be torn than say Justin Fields has to go. 
being torn shows that there's promise, that there's potential, and that things could change moving forward. And I hope they do. I'm not always going to be for kicking some guy to the curb saying F you and moving on. No, I want somebody to have the maximum opportunity to succeed. I want them to have a chance to succeed. And here in Chicago, Justin Fields now in his third year has an opportunity to succeed. Second-year offense, second-year head coach, second-year GM who chose to keep him, even though he didn't draft him. Fields has the opportunities to succeed. Is he going to take advantage? One more thing I wanted to know, too, about Fields here. And this is interesting. And this, I don't blame him for at all. Fields rushing this season. It's actually the worst it's ever been for him in his NFL career. Not his fault. That's not his fault. Right now, 39 attempts, 191 yards in five games, averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Now, overall, that's still very good as a you know running quarterback or even a running back, per se. That's great. But last year, he averaged 7.1. Rookie year, he averaged 5.8. This is a career low for Justin Fields in terms of running the football. Is that his fault? Is that his problem? No. The Bears consistently are not using his running abilities well. Me and John just talked about this off the air before we got on. Design QB runs are not going to work with Justin Fields. He is best when he is rolling out in terms of play action than choosing to run the football, making plays out of nothing, avoiding pressure, scrambling, and running per yards, or simply Fields himself saying, you know what, I'm going to be a man here, I'm going to call my own play, and I'm going to run the football even though a run isn't called. That's when Fields succeeds most, running the ball on the ground. Doesn't work when... There's a specific QB run play called. He's getting three, four, maybe five yards if he's lucky. Man, that's about right. That's about right for Justin Fields, and that's about right for this Bears team when you have an offensive line who's so beat up and can t- continually can't protect him. When you have a backup center snapping the ball over his head every time, yeah, of course it's going to be hard for him to run the football and gain yards too. I'm never going to contem- condemn Fields or, or condemn um, his numbers from a rushing perspective, they're not his fault, in my opinion. So I want to make sure I got that and made that clear as well. And I won't be judging his rushing numbers in terms of whether or not he should stay even. It's not worth it. I want to see how he does as a passer. I want to see growth and progress for the rest of this season. And the Bears have a decision to make, and nothing is definite as of today. Now, it could be proven wrong in a couple of weeks. He could do what he did these past couple of weeks for the rest of the year, and we're all going to be fine. The Bears are going to keep him around. They won't draft a quarterback at number maybe number one or number eight, nine at this point. They're going to keep him. And they're going to pay him eventually, too. I have no problem with somebody making money if they deserve it. And if Justin Fields turns a corner for the better and this is permanent and it's not going to change, awesome. Great. I'm excited. But if we see an inkling of these first three games, there's cause for concern. That's why, as I open up this segment, Mark Potash said it best. Is this another Mitch Trubisky or is this a superstar quarterback? I think we don't know yet. Mitch had his run in 2020. Like it or not, he had it. But people and critics argue that the wins he had near the end of the year were because they faced, the Bears at that time, some of the worst defenses in football. Even some of the worst defenses in NFL history at that time. Bengals, one of them. This year, three bad games for Fields, two great games against bad defenses. They're still great games, they still count, but against bad defenses. Is this just a matchup thing for Fields, 
Or is this legitimate progress that, that's going to get better? I saw some reports today on Twitter saying, hey, you know, the Bears are impressed with him. Uh, they're impressed with his pocket presence, with his footwork the past couple of weeks. They really think from a mechanical perspective, he's made a turn for the better. And I hope that's the case. And I think the numbers prove that there have been things better. Maybe less pressure, less pressing, less worry because you're facing a couple of bad teams and you have nothing to lose, whatever the case may be, from a mental perspective or a physical perspective, he's doing better. And that's great. We need to see more of it, though, before we can definitively say, yes, the Bears should make a financial commitment. Yes, the Bears should refrain from drafting a quarterback. Yes, the Bears should stick with Justin Fields. I'm just saying it's not official yet. It's looking promising. Remember, it's two games against some of the worst defenses in football. And I know the numbers are coming out. Hey, he's on pace for 3,900 passing yards and 28 touchdowns and 20 picks and all these things. And if that turns out to be true again, awesome. I'm, I'm super happy. I'm excited. But I just want everybody to temper their expectations a bit. The Bears have a long way to go for the rest of this season. We've seen Justin at his worst. We've seen him at his best, though, too. We've seen what he could do as an NFL quarterback. We knew that from last year. Now we're seeing it again this year in a couple of games. But we've also seen him at his worst. We saw it last year. We saw it his rookie year. We saw it this year. Rookie year, I'm not really going to blame him for last year. Second year in the NFL, trying to get used to a new system. This year, not really too much of an excuse. Especially week one when there were no injuries to report, really, besides Tevin Jenkins and the offensive line. A lot of things are still up in the air. And for Bears fans, although it might be tough to do because all of us, even myself, are so reactionary, we have to take time to let it play out. We have to take time to see how this develops. Right now, we've seen two elite games, with the exception of one quarter, from Justin Fields. Will that stay the same and continue throughout the season, or will it be just a fad or a fluke? Time will tell. Nevertheless, the Bears have a big decision to make come the end of this year, financially and from a draft standpoint. And Justin Fields has to show out or get kicked out of town. We'll be right back here on Sports Talk Chicago.